I'm legally blind. This is the most successful podcast to come out of Monkey County, Oklahoma. You are now tuned in to the Hat Trick Podcast with your host, Drew D. Brain Branson. I will podcast for straight booze. And Dustin D. Crab Crabtree. You can't crack the crab. And Michael D. M. Paul. We need some gunshots. <laughs> bang, bang. Season, <laughs> season bang, three. Bang. Season three there, hat trick Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a way better nickname than Michael Dale 22. <laughs> D-Imp. <laughs> Fuck that name. Who said that? I don't know. D-Imp. We just needed a D name. I don't remember. Name. I think it was when you and me were really into Game of Thrones. I mean, we're still really into Game of Thrones. But oh, yeah. like We were like, talking about Game of Thrones D-imp. and the Imp. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I remember that, but I don't know where that came from. Because we had to give him a D name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess no, we could have. I'm Hattrick Mike. <laughs> now he's Hattrick Mike, which it is. you. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> kind of does, actually. So He's always got a hat, dating tricks. <laughs> And his name's Mike. <laughs> it's an upgrade from Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> I still like that one. <laughs> well, I'm one of the boys, and I don't want to be one of the boys in Dirty Mike's group. It's called a soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking of soup kitchen, someone who I think would love them was Charles Manson. <laughs> uh, I think he would have loved anything that wasn't prison food. Yeah. I just named, I just called him Carl's. He lo- <laughs> I was trying to take a drink of water. Charles. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> like, man, that dog, R.I.P. <laughs> Not Charles Manson, but my dog from childhood. I, I seen a thing on Facebook the other day. I don't remember, like, who died. Might have been Stephen Hawking. I don't know. Yeah. More than likely. It was like R.I.P. in peace. And I was like, you yeah. stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was like, it made me way more mad than it should have. It's just one of those things, like, how can you be so stupid? I mean, I'd probably do the same thing. Not like, not the exact same thing, but I'd probably do some stupid shit too. Some I'm similarities. Like, I would have noticed that. Like, yeah. Rest in peace and peace. <laughs> Rest in double peace. <laughs> peace X. I mean, it was a big loss. <laughs> well, like, I, I. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know the man still existed. Stephen, uh, Stephen Hawking? <laughs> yes. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> right on then. <laughs> like, okay, so. Good where, job, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. So where we left Charlie Manson last, he picked up Mary Bruner. Uh-huh. You know, it's been a week since we've recorded. I don't yeah. know what the last thing we talked about was, but I'm pretty sure it's Mary Bruner. It was Mary leading Bruner. into Patty. We talked about them leaving in the van. Okay. But well, hold on. I just got... I lost it. Go ahead. Wait, wait, like, It'll come back. I think we were a little bit wrong, because I think the... Um, he gets Mary Bruner and he moves in with her for a while. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he, uh, I think it's like the next month, he meets Squeaky Frome, right? Yeah. And then um, in the summer of 67, he meets 19-year-old Patricia Krenwinkel, a.k.a. Big Patty. Yeah. What's her other names? It was a bunch of, I don't remember, was it? Kim? Kate? 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 Katie? Katie? Yeah, Katie. Katie. Okay. Like all these people have like hella names. Like he's just like, ah, oh, your name's your name's Bobby, but it's Cherub. Like that's <laughs> yeah. a real one. <laughs> yeah, like that's actually for real. Um, a twenty-year-old Susan Atkins, aka, didn't he? All right, that that's sexy Sadie, right? I think so. Susan Atkins is sexy Sadie. <laughs> okay. Um, that they meet. She, he meets them in like the Haight Ashbury district. 
Yeah. Just out playing his fucking guitar. Um, Mary Bruner then becomes pregnant in that month that yeah. he met them. But I, it's in the summer of 67. I don't exactly know yeah. exactly when. Um, now, they had a VW minibus. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're talking about, the van? Yeah, that's the van. Okay. They eventually do get like a legitimate like black school bus. And they deck it out with like hippie stuff to live in. Cool, man. It's cool. Sounds trip. about right for that time. I think that everybody, when they're like 13 <clears> or 14, is just like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to go around in like a van with like a waterbed. <laughs> That's and, because they don't understand the concept of money. And like a black light poster. It's all you need, Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Long as you can get some gas money. <laughs> but then you're like, oh, I got to do this damn report. <laughs> but uh, So they, they go around. L.A. and Topanga? Topanga Canyon. Topanga Canyon. Yeah. So, do you remember that TV show Boy Meets World? Yeah. Yeah. That name Topanga will always oh, be in yeah. my head. Yeah, that's what I, I thought I love of. Topanga. That's where they got the name from. No. <laughs> this is in 67. That came out in the 90s. Topanga Canyon still exists. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a canyon. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> true. They might cave in. But. True that, true that, true that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, hat trick, Mike? You're right. <laughs> Point, Mike. <laughs> Point, hat trick, Mike. <laughs> okay, so they go around, you know, the Topanga Canyon area. They get food from the dumpster. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> they get food from the dumpsters. Um, yeah. Yeah, like uh, what? What was it? Dumpster vegetables. Yeah, it's like <laughs> garbage vegetables. Something like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm above it, but. I, at the moment, I think I might just starve. <laughs> I would like I would that'd be my trick to weight loss. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> go broke. <laughs> I think when they were in the van and the bus, like they made their way as far as like the Pacific Northwest. You know, like I think they made up to Washington a little bit. Oh, for real? I do think that like they were just out driving, but um, because Manson at this time he's kind of like honing his. Theology, if you want to call yeah. it that, you know. He's like, he also gets his um, like first record company audition <laughs> around this point in time yeah. too. Three hour session doesn't get signed, so I'm just yeah. like, that sucks, man. Now, is that the guy? The first guy he goes to is that the one that was the connection from, from the guy the prison in prison? Guy? I think so, because like at first he doesn't meet up with him, and then like he finally comes around, gives him a chance, and he's like, oh yeah, you do suck. Okay, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says here that uh, Susan Adkins became pregnant around this time too, fall of '67. So, but I, I, that's the first one that I, I didn't know that anybody that she got pregnant. I don't know. I mean, I think he had, but the thing is, like, if she might have been pregnant, it might not have been Charlie's kid. Like well, Charles, she, Charles Manson isn't the only one fucking. Like they're just all fucking each other. Yeah, true that. So I don't know. True, true. true. I don't know if he knows how many kids he actually had. Well, no. Like I seen an interview, he was talking about it, and they basically. He only he, he kind of only acknowledged the first one that he had with his wife that mm-hmm. left him for the truck driver. Yeah, um, and he's like, the inter- you know the interview I can't remember that guy's name, but he's like, look in the camera and talk to your son and tell him what you want to tell him. And he's like, do good or what? I mean, he just like <laughs> he just he rambles on about some bullshit. And it's like carry on, my wayward son. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think your dad was wayward. <laughs> can, can we can we agree on that? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna remix that song. <laughs> So in March of 68, uh, Mary gives birth to a son, the first of many family babies, yeah. the Rolling Stone says. 
Um, <laughs> Charlie names the baby Valentine. Valentine Michael. Yeah. What's his nickname? Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. <laughs> now, I mean, like when she gave birth to this kid, I mean, she was in a like a hospital, yeah. right? With no, with like, <laughs> yeah, right. with, like yeah, drugs yeah, and yeah. you know, like it was really sterile. Care? <laughs> yeah, they had insurance, right? No, they were in a condemned home near Topanga Canyon. Where she was assisted in childbirth by several women and Charles Manson. <laughs> uh, Come on out here, boy. <laughs> uh, April fifteenth, nineteen sixty-eight. Oh, it was April. Yeah, six. Oh, okay. She she was got pregnant in sixty-seven. Gave birth in sixty-eight. April oh, sixty-eight. Yeah. Mary Bruner. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was March. Okay, my bad. I just have here. I, Please don't put that on me. <laughs> That's my month. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. <laughs> Michael has a whole birthday month. I do. <laughs> it's none of y'all's. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Mine's in May. Yeah, yours is getting close. Yep. I'm an old man. <laughs> nice. I don't know so. if that makes me because I'm older than both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's around the same time, early of 68, where it's Patricia Krenwinkel and some other lady that she was kind of in and out of the family. Ella uh, Jo Bailey. Yeah. So they're uh, they're hitchhiking. <laughs> And they get picked up by Dennis Wilson. This is one of my favorite parts of this whole fucking story. (laughs) I wish they all could be fifty first dates. Like (laughs) that man helped that happen, but he He, also helped this happen. (laughs) Like he's actually like pretty instrumental in the whole thing. Everything, yeah. Like to be honest with you, uh, later on in the road, we'll find out that he introduces them to. the madman who is Tex Watson. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then he also kind of screws Charlie Manson over a little bit and kind of sets him off the rails. Just a tad. Yeah. L- let's tell Set what things Dennis in motion. Will- <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Give him a little push. <laughs> let's say, let's talk about Wouldn't what Dennis Wilson idea? says happens and then we'll come in with a rebuttal of what Manson said happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Wilson's I believe crazy. Manson. Yeah. Like, this, like, is where, honest, this is when, when I believe Manson. I don't it. know. Yeah. Dennis Wilson just sounds like a trustworthy name. <laughs> No, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, he Him is and his brother are crazy. crazy. Yeah, Brian Wilson. <sighs> yeah. So, because it was in the spring. Well, okay, Dennis Wilson claims in the spring of 68, um, he picks up Big Patty and Ella Joe Bailey. They're hitchhiking. I just want to talk real quick. Okay. I've seen Big Patty. Yeah. Right? Is she big? She doesn't look that bad. Yeah, she's not, <laughs> like, she's not that big. The, like, there's a couple pictures of her from whenever she was younger. That where she's like, she looks all right. There's one yeah. picture where I'm just like, good God. <laughs> but like, she doesn't look big. Yeah. So it's like a filter versus no filter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Cause like any picture that I've seen from her, she doesn't look big. I seen like her interview in the Barbara Walters documentary or whatever. Yeah. And she doesn't like, she looks like. Your average Joe or yeah, Jane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, she's older, and uh, obviously she's a lot skinnier now because she's living on fucking prison food. Yeah. But, yeah. like, she doesn't look like what I imagined her to look like. I picture Big Patty. I picture Big Mama. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I legitimately think of Large Marge from Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. <laughs> like, that's who I imagine when we say Big Patty. But it's nowhere near that. Fat Amy. No. Yeah, like that's what I'm. That's what. That's kind of what I imagine. Just not as pretty. (laughs) Me and Dustin had that conversation today. (laughs) I love you, Fat Amy. (laughs) Fat Patricia. Um. So Dennis Wilson picks them up. He says he brings them back to his house for a few hours, and I think they say something about like you should meet 
Charlie Manson, you know? Well, yeah, because, like, they come back, and they're like, they have sex, and he's like, okay, this is cool. And they're like, you should meet God. You have to meet yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. Bring him on over. <laughs> yeah. And later on, I think uh, Brian is re- Brian Wilson is recording, or Dennis Wilson is recording. Yeah. And uh, Charles Manson walks through the door, and he's like, oh, hi. You know, that's how, and that's how they meet. Yeah, he, he claims that Manson, when he, meet, when he does meet Manson, um, he says that he, like, starts kissing Wilson's feet. Like, like Dennis Wilson says that Charles Manson started kissing his feet. Like the, we haven't talked about acid yet, have we? No, I guess we acid has already happened by this point. But yeah, we hadn't really brought it up that much. Dennis Wilson, rich man, yeah, millionaire. <laughs> Charles Manson, broke psychopath who what gave like, birth to a I'm, child. What I'm, like he's a millionaire in the '60s, right? Yeah. He's on drugs. Uh, we, yeah. can, we can just say that out loud. Right? Oh yeah, they okay, they were cool. they were doing. I think they did a lot of coke. Probably. Yeah, I think. Probably. I think. Acid is kind of like a poor man's stuff, ain't it? No, it's not a poor man's stuff. It, I mean, it was in the sense that like hippies would get it, but you can buy a bunch of acid, like you know, because they have different kinds, like window pane and stuff like that. I mean, you can buy a bunch of it at one time. I'm just curious, Drew. How do you know? <laughs> Don't very you know informed. What, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My me and Dustin <laughs> over here are struggling. Like, is it ten dollars a little bit or? Ten thousand. You're over here. You can get quite a bit for a little to nothing. I will say I know of a man who no longer exists who may or may not have sold acid at one point in his life. So, and I got a rundown on a lot of drug economics from him. I was struggling in college, and he taught me how to get money. <laughs> but um, I also think growing up in the west side of what kind of helps out a little bit. Yeah, too, that huh? helps too. True that. I remember when I found a bag. Did I ever tell you about the time that like me and my uncle found like a little bag of weed? Did I tell you about the time that Kelsey found the duffel bag with meth in it? No. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I found the backpack full of meth and needles and stuff on the side of the road? <laughs> what were you doing? Like, <laughs> No, like we were driving <laughs> he by. He was looking for garbage vegetables. No, we were driving by and we seen a backpack on the side of the road, so obviously we stopped. Okay, maybe there's <laughs> <Obviously>. something cool. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> you never know, there might be a wallet full of money in there. <laughs> no, there was meth. There's going to be a poor camper. Where do you stick your wallet? In my back pocket. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not in the backpack. Well, there was meth in there, so they might not have been in the right mind. <laughs> Maybe if I go, they left if, their wallet in there. <laughs> if I go to a concert, I put it in my front pocket. <laughs> so Smart. we called the cops, gave the bag to them. If there was a wallet with money in there, they wouldn't have got it. That would have been man, money, man, I mean, they, money. They can have the wallet, but... <laughs> <laughs> They're just an empty wallet in there, officer. <laughs> Obviously, you can see where they spent their money, officer. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, I don't think... It just depends because there's different kinds. Like some acid, I think you can just take the paper. Like you could like rub the paper on your face and you're gonna start tripping out. But other acid is actually tabs, so you have to like put that under your tongue and let it dissolve, stuff like that. And there's liquid I, acid, which I think like, is really concentrated. I know nothing about this. I just assume like there was like set a battery on concrete, collect the acid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of acid. <laughs> like I know nothing about this shit. So yeah, it it, it you you learn more as you. Get into more esoteric things. Yeah, because <laughs> like what they were on was the tabs. Yeah, and uh, like a lot of like what Patricia Crinwinkle, she's like, you know, he was giving us the full tabs. I think he was only taking half. <laughs> oh, really? He was waiting on us to trip out, and he was like, still had kind of his mind going, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, that's actually probably what it's happened. Possible, yeah. <laughs> um, because he. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. But yes, it's pretty safe to assume Dennis Wilson was also pretty gacked out. Oh, yeah. Um, I think around this time, Brian Wilson was probably helping to make pet sounds. Yeah. Because it's like, Dennis <laughs> Wilson is allegedly like, he was just kind of the fuck up where it was like, okay, you just you you did your drum tracks. Now just leave us alone while we do something, you know, big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they just let him kind of party and stuff. So he says that Manson winds up basically coming to his house, kissing his fucking... feet. Okay, and yeah. and then when he walks inside, there's around 12 members of the family who were just in his house. <laughs> yes, we did all his drugs. <laughs> yes, and we guess ate all what? his food. <laughs> that number soon doubles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like basically the whole family comes in. Now he claims that the family cost him around $100,000 <laughs> in damages to his home, <laughs> car, and also medical bills to cure everyone of gonorrhea. Yeah, like, all right. How much gonorrhea do you have to have to like... Because that's going to rack up like... Now, one of the cars was uninsured, so we'll put that in to say... we'll give... We'll be nice. Back then, that's like like six grand. (laughs) I think it was like... I don't know how much gonorrhea medicine would have been back then. I don't know how much it would be now. I'm talking about the car. Yeah, well, but he was... eh, They were rich. He probably had a nice car, but yeah, it still wouldn't be that much. Fifteen grand. (laughs) Yeah. God, I wish I only paid fifteen for mine. (laughs) (laughs) So, his agent is the one that has to go in there and kick him out. Yeah. And... There's Charles Manson has like started recording with him at this point in time. He's trying to get a label going, or not a label, but he's trying to get his music out there. Yeah. Um. He, his agent goes in there and you know basically kicks him out. So they're looking for a new place to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where they go to Spawn Ranch. Yeah. Wait, how do you S P A H A Spawn Ranch? S P A H N. Okay. Yeah. I'd say Spawn. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's Spawn Ranch, but I'm thinking like. S P A W N. Yeah. yeah. And Spawn of Satan. Because it's I like. Seen it here and I was like. Which is what? What? Manson. Because it's actually named after George Spawn, which is the guy that owned it. Half blind, not fully blind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh. <laughs> which, right before we get into Spawn Ranch, just real quick. Um, Dennis Wilson is how Manson meets Terry Melcher. <laughs> and so he meets him before he gets kicked out. Now, what Manson claims is that this hitchhiking thing, it might have happened, but. He says that he met Dennis Wilson before that at a party. Like, mm-hmm. Manson says he went to buy weed or whatever <laughs> and met uh, Dennis Wilson at a party. And then he says that he has this run-in with Dennis Wilson, and basically he's just like, you've always been my friend, we've always been cool. And then he goes, Dennis Wilson invited me to come stay at his house. And okay. he says that the whole, like, family comes with him. And he, he, like, he doesn't try to deny that he, like, damaged a bunch of shit. He's just like, yeah, we did all that. But he didn't ask us to leave until he basically asked us to leave. Yeah. And then he's like, we left. Um, and I mean, like I said, in Manson's defense, and why I kind of believe him is he's like, yeah, we did all that shit, but we didn't just show up like Dennis Wilson and me were cool. <laughs> he invited me. Yeah. yeah. And um, I didn't show up and lick his feet. <laughs> <laughs> now, he probably would have done that. <laughs> when we get more for like further into this, there's a lot that Charlie, there's not a lot that Charles Manson won't do. He sounded kind of confused by some toe action. I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that he wouldn't do. Probably not. Because yeah. I mean, like, it's we'll get into it. Yeah, he kind of like defies sexuality. He would have been a. He would have been in our generation or our parents' generation. He would have been perfect for the movie Jackass. yeah yeah Yeah, man (laughs) Uh, let's fucking do it that's a trip that i'm on (laughs) you did 
which and the the Beach Boys would go on. They take a they take Charles Manson's song called "Cease to Exist" and change it into "Never Learn Not to Love." Yeah, but it's they're very similar. I listen to them both right next to each other. They're very <laughs> they even have some of the same words. The like music is basically the same. What What's funny about it is like. I thought that as soon as they did that to Charles Manson, like it was the, the relationship was over with. Like, no, that's not how it went. No. Like, he's still recording with him, or he's still like you know putting his trying to put his music out. He's fucking doing horrible at it. But um, Dennis Wilson's like, man, I thought you you got your you you're on one of our albums. I thought you'd be pleased. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I no. want my own <laughs> album. <laughs> that was my song. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I just wanted to. I just love the whole. Dennis Wilson's their stories are different, but not like Manson will say like Yeah, we did all that, but he let us in. Yeah. Um Just like, makes it sound like he wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> like one thing about it is like how crazy is, is it this like hippie guru freak man? Yeah. He got you know, the Beach Boys everybody's heard of the Beach Boys. Like I don't I've never met somebody that doesn't know the Beach Boys. I don't really know a lot of their stuff. The only reason I know them is because of Rush Hour Two. <laughs> yeah. I had like their greatest hits album when I was a kid or something. So like, yeah. I know some but of the song. Regardless, like everybody knows of the Beach Boys at least. Yeah. And they've at least heard the name. This Wizard of the Fucking Desert. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like he got in with that. Like that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> to me anyway. I'm like, yeah, that's I mean he's cool. it's just like makes you think <clears throat> if what if he was able to stay in with them, would all this bullshit have happened? <laughs> I think that some of this stuff wouldn't have happened without Dennis Wilson. I think something bad would have happened regardless eventually. I think the Beach Boys would have been wiped out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Not the Beach Boys, the yeah. Desert Boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you were talking about Spawn Ranch. So one of his girls knows like one of the mechanics or the ranchers or something like that at Spawn Ranch. And they ba- she basically sets Charles Manson up with George Spawn. And he's like a... The girl's name is Squeaky. Well, yeah, she, she comes in a, in a second, but it was it was a different girl that knew, like, one of the mechanics Oh, there. okay. Um, I, I read that he was half blind, or... Yeah, he's like... I heard that he was all the way blind, but... Yeah. I read that he was half blind, so I'm going to go with that. I mean, there was that quote where Charles Manson was basically like, I could see him acting like, you know, he could see, and then it was like, but then when I saw him trip over a rock, I knew he was blind. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, like... <laughs> If I was half blind, I would just tell people I was completely blind, just see what they would do, like how they'd act. Just act like a fucking psychic or something like that. Like yeah. Just sitting there with your glasses on and somebody's like, you tell somebody like off or whatever and they flip you off. And you're just like, back to you. <laughs> in, the, in the land of the blind, the man with one eye no, is king. I, like, I meant it like just to see what people thought they could get away with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd just so, be like driving down the road. What are you doing? <laughs> I believe I can do it. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't. I just tell him I already did. <laughs> it's the only way to live. So, in order to kind of like get the family on at the Spawn Ranch to like be able to live there, um, Charles sets up George Spawn with one of his front street girls, as he calls them, and it ends Good up God. being it ends up being Squeaky. Uh, yeah. Lynette Fromm. Is it Fromm or Frome? Fromm, I think. Fromm. Um, <laughs> they said I I have it down here in uh, the Rolling Stone article. It says whose sex sessions with Frome gave her the nickname. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, they, I read something where it said like he would, I remember he would like pinch her, or, like walk up behind her and pinch her or whatever, and she would like yelp. They got that from it. Yeah, but 
that might have been a toned down version. What I can imagine is like everybody's sitting outside of like the main house and you just hear like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. but, with, but, but with a squeak to it. <laughs> yeah. This chair's too oily. <laughs> I oil all my chairs. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm glad I'm in the new one. <laughs> uh, oh, damn. <laughs> So they're at Spawn Ranch now. Like, and what was crazy about this? And in the Diane Sawyer, 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 Sanders, I don't Sawyer. Fucking name. Well, I know Dan- Diane Sawyer is a famous reporter lady. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. I don't remember. Anyway, in one of those documentaries that I watched, like they would like go out because like Spawn Ranch is like they filmed some of the Bonanza movies mm-hmm. there. Like it's just it's like a movie set ranch. It's not like a there's fucking cows everywhere. It's, yeah, like it's just out in the desert. There isn't Bonanza. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Any, anytime a movie needs like a, like the, the movie supplies the cows. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they're done, they can send them my way. <laughs> so like, there's like all this like desert environment and like kind of like western looking environment, which I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I'm trying to like talk about what we would see in a western. Yeah. Um, but like the the family would just go out in the middle of the desert or you know whatever you want to call it, and they would like act out roles that they feel like they could have gotten in real life <laughs> and it was like all to like get a, get rid of their ego and that's another thing like with the mothers there anybody who joined the family that was a mother the baby got taken from like um linda kasabian mm-hmm. like when she showed up with the family like she had a kid yeah and they took the kid away from her like as soon as she walked up and basically like everybody raises a kid it to like um i can't remember what it was it was like so I can to get, get all the traits? Well, basically, it was like to get rid of the ego of parenting. Like, that's my kid. I'm going to raise him how I feel. You can't say nothing huh. about it. Where it was like, no, this is all, this this is our kid. You know what you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, um, I, but like the biggest thing with like the movie role stuff is like to get rid of their ego. They would like basically go out and play like make-believe all fucking Yeah. Day. You know, that was, that was something they would do. And I was like, that's actually like fun, I guess. If you I mean, if you have a head full of acid, it's probably the greatest it's thing fucking, you could yeah, do. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's fun as hell. Yeah. When the Cowboys and Indians, like when you play Cowboys and Indians and the Indians are actually there and shooting back, it's fucking fun. <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> Again, I ask, how do you know? <laughs> Which, and now you sent me this article the other day, and it was an interview with Brian Cranston where he had... Breaking Bad, Malcolm in the Middle. And I guess he had talked about it before Charles Manson died in interviews, but after he died, he brought it back up in another interview. Mm-hmm. Now he'll, if you read it, like he's talking about like how terrible... Charles Manson seemed and all this stuff. Now, if but if you read the first time he told the story, it doesn't seem like he saw that much of him. What happened is, I guess at Spawn Ranch, you can go pay and like rent a horse and ride around mm-hmm. at the time. And so him and his cousin, they went and were like saddling up these horses. And then they said they just heard someone saying, Charlie's on the hill on the horse. <laughs> and... They were like, who's, and everyone started running to wherever, and they were like, who's Charlie? And they were like, he sounds like he must be important. And they said that they seen him on a horse, like, up on top of this hill, and they said he just, like, looked like he was just out of it. Like, he just looked almost comatose. And he was talking about he looked, he looked scary, but it's Too just bad like. he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just out of it, I guess, on whatever drug, acid, yeah. maybe. But I do love the idea of them being like, Charlie's on the horse. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That you know, you know what that reminds me of? No. What? Just take a guess on like what that reminds me of. What it reminds <laughs> you of? Yeah. Like what that scenario reminds me of. Remember Albert Fish? 
Oh, that horse. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Like when his son is like out playing football. Oh, and he's, I am Christ. Yeah, like his yeah. dad. Like, they're like, ain't that your dad up there? And it's just like Albert Fish naked going, I am Christ. <laughs> yeah. That cracks me up. That's a. No, nah, that's not my dad. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am Albert Fish Christ. <laughs> Aren't you Albert Jr.? Damn it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, like. We- we talked about September, around September 68, that's whenever the Beach Boys do the cease to exist, never learn not to love crap or whatever. Um, I, that, 61, that was number 61 on the... <laughs> like on the charts? On the charts. <laughs> like, they actually did do some shitty music, I guess, because like... Yeah, like, I mean, they have songs that I like, like they have some good songs, but they're, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it was about the Beach Boys that made them so famous. Like I, I don't know. They were something new. <laughs> Maybe they. I mean, they had like they have good songs, but like if you listen to their whole catalog, like their whole catalog together isn't that impressive to me. Okay. Like well, I mean, this but is then again, 2018, we have a different taste. Well, I mean, I enjoy older stuff, but I don't know. I mean, have you heard the songs like "Round, Round, Round"? I get around like yeah. that's them. Yeah. Like, well, at the same time, everybody was on acid, so. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a hippie man. This is a hippie movement, man. <laughs> but yeah, I they mean, started the movement. So one day, for whatever fucking reason, <laughs> Dennis Wilson is just like hitchhiking. They said he would just like go hitchhike. <laughs> I don't. I guess when you pick have, up women. Somebody's picking you up. That's the thing. Like he wasn't picking up hitchhikers. He was hitchhiking this time. Yeah. I know. So he was. This, this is. I think <laughs> this is probably like before like reverse psychology, Copeland, right? Um, like before all the like before it's before it, that came out. I is, mean, they were killing people before that. Or. This is like before it's not safe to be hitchhiker times. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like my uncle was great. Uncle was drifting during this time. Good God, he was in California. I wonder, I wish he was still alive just so I could be like, did you ever meet this crazy-eyed man? <laughs> Have you seen this man? <laughs> yeah! Because, man, his stories were so fun. Anyways, I've told him about here before, but... So... <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, so Dennis Wilson is fucking hitchhiking because he's a fucking moron. And um, who finds him but this weird fucking idiot, Tex Watson. Charles Tex Watson. Yeah. Um, now, the fact that his name is Charles will come into play later on in a very bad way. Yeah. So, I think he brings him back to the beat to the, his house or whatever, and that's when he introduces him to Charles Manson. Um, now, so he, he, he was a wig salesman? <laughs> okay, so he grew up in Texas, and he comes to Malibu to open a wig store. I don't know what possessed him to do that. Well, like, you're going to make money in the 60s. In I the get, hippie movement. I, and I a guess. Wig, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. If you were walking around Haight-Ashbury in the 60s during the hippie movement and you had short hair, you weren't going to fit in. I mean, maybe. You better get a wig. I just, I don't know. He's a smart man. True. Right. I, I, As like, of right I get now, that. he's a smart man. <laughs> At he's this a fucking particular moment. <laughs> I mean, the oh. fact he was a former wig salesman when he was picked up. <laughs> like True that. <laughs> one thing that I would, like, I gave Charles Benson just a little bit too much credit in the last episode. Like, the more that I've researched him, 
he is a fucking idiot. Yeah, like I don't think he's a mastermind. He's a moron. Like, and I think anyone who has done research, like for podcasts, if you actually <laughs> look at both sides, like, yeah, I think you come to the same conclusion. I think he was like, because I said I said I thought he was smart in the last episode. Like, <laughs> when we were talking about what we were talking about in the last episode, yeah. As far as like getting around, making it through, and like getting yeah. by, yeah, I think he did some smart stuff. But like as he progresses on and on, you know, gets older, gets out of prison. When you look at like what we're going to be talking about, he's a fuck. Like, I take back what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I must make a retraction. <laughs> but yeah, so he gets introduced to him. Uh, George Spawn gives Tex the nickname, nickname Tex due to his like. "Quote unquote Texas drawl," yeah. Um, Ew. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. He 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 actually, if, if you don't look at it too deeply, you wouldn't realize this. But it's he's a big part of why a lot of this shit went so bad. Yeah. Um. And one thing that we skipped over this, like whenever Tex Watson, Tex Watson, um. Actually, we haven't really skipped over it yet. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying. I mean, he's. It'll. You'll, we'll see this later, but he's yeah. a big reason for. Yeah. Why stuff got as bad as it did. So. He was a motivator. We're gonna move. <laughs> we're gonna move on to like March of '69. Um. Mm. At this point in time, like Charles Manson's getting pissed off. He's like, my fucking record deal hasn't came out. <laughs> and if you like, I don't know if or, this actually happened or not. But like in the movie Helter Skelter, which I watched the other day. Uh-huh. Um. Terry Melcher, like, tells Charles Manson, okay, we're going to go back to the Spawn Ranch. Mm-hmm. You're going to set up a concert or whatever, and I'm going to bring a bunch of famous people out or producers or whatever, and we're going to come out. We're going to listen to you. You, you. you might be able to get your shot. He sets all this stuff up. Charles Manson does it at the Spawn Ranch. Yeah. Gets his guitar and his little drum <laughs> set out, and nobody fucking shows up. So he's fucking yeah. mad. He's pissed off. Now he's going out on his hunt. So March of 1669. I, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. But that is skipping. Like I wanted to touch on where Helter Skelter came from, and that's before this. Okay, go ahead. Um, real quick. So, like November of '68, <clears throat> they've been living at Spawn Ranch this whole time, but then they set up an alternate base in Death Valley, and they get these like two unoccupied ranch houses. Mm-hmm. Like people owned them, and apparently, Dennis Wilson gave Manson a gold album of one of the Beach Boys, and he gave it to the lady who owned the homes. For, like, payment for them to use it. Yeah. And they also told him that, like, they would clean up the house. And he kind of presented it as they were just a group of musicians who were trying to make it, you know? What what ranch is this? There's not really a name. I, well, I think there were some names for it. What's the other one? Not Spawn Ranch, but Barker? Well, Barker. Uh, well, there's one they called the Yellow Submarine. Yeah, but... Is that that one? No, I think there was another one called, like, Barker Ranch. I think that these are those... I think this is technically, like, they called these ranch homes had two actual names, but I don't have those wrote down, I don't okay. think. Um, like, that Barker sounds familiar, but I'm also thinking of the Barker gang from the first episode with Carpus teaching them how to... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, well, that might have been it. I don't remember. Um, but, like, they didn't leave Spawn Ranch permanently. Like, he's... They're going back and forth. Um, but around, in December of 68 when they're on another visit to Spawn Ranch, that's where someone actually plays him the White Album. And this is where he hears it, and he possibly became obsessed with it. Later on, you know, like Manson will say that 
Um, I think it was it was like Patty and yeah Patricia Kren, Patricia Krenwinkle and one it, other lady. Was it I think Susan it, Atkins? It might have been, or it might have been Susan Atkins and somebody else. I thought it was Big Patty and the other lady. Yeah, but they, I'm not. It's Big Patty and one of the, and one of the other ladies. Yeah, they he claims they're the ones that got obsessed with the White Album and trying to decipher it. Yeah, he Manson says that you know one of the things I think the most widely accepted notion is that Manson did have fears of the race war. And he says that the White Album was the Beatles also telling people of the race war. And he uses some of the songs and, like, even the name of the album. Because I think the album is, like, actually didn't really have a title. Just the White Album. Yeah, because, like, the cover is white and, like, a little print that says the Beatles, like, in black letters. Yeah. Um, Surprised they didn't put them in white letters. <laughs> but he... see it. <laughs> <laughs> but he uses that album and his own speeches... Um, yeah, I got here. It was Susan Atkins and Big Patty okay. that were. He claims they're the ones obsessed with it. Um, Two of the ones involved in the murders. Yeah, and basically, he tells them in one of the songs in the White Album. He kind of construes it to mean that um, there's a like a city under the desert. Yeah. So this is where he goes on a big rant telling them like there's a city under the desert and we just got to go out there and make our home well, and is that did he get that from the beatles or is that him just like making up bullshit to keep them see, together i think he made it up and i'm but i also think there was a song like there is a song on the white album i can't remember which one it is right now but they say something about like in the desert place like i think that he was just like see they're talking about it like okay. you know <laughs> i think there was a lot of playing off of it like yeah he but it, you know I think he listened to it a bunch, and that's what they were all listening to. And then he was just like, yeah, there's just the, you know, the Beatles are talking about it. Come on, man. <laughs> like, like, they know what's up. Um, and like, Sexy Sadie was also on that album, and he had just named Susan Atkins Sadie earlier that, earlier that year. Yeah. Um, they listened to Blackbird pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, Piggies. Yeah, Piggies. Talking about, like, how the, what they needs a damn good whacking. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Opa de Opa Da. Yeah, because, like, Helter Skelter is actually about a roller coaster. I think, and which if you listen to Helter Skelter, it's like <coughs> talking about like going to the, it's like from the bottom to the top to the bottom again. And if you think about it, Manson's theory was that, uh, the, like the black people in America were going to come up and kill off all the white people. The Manson <laughs> family were going to go into an the, underground city. They were going to go to an underground city and they were going to wait and so then when all the other white people were dead, they were going to come out and they were going to basically be the new government, kind of. Well, yeah, like, he, he, this is also like Bugliosi's, like, theory of it, too. Yeah. But he, Charles Manson, in Bugliosi's words, or the the picture that Bugliosi is, like, trying to paint is, like, the blacks are going to overrule the whites. They're going to kill off all of them. They're going to try to run themselves, and they're not going to be able to do it. That's when Charles Manson shows up, yeah. and they're going to be like, oh, thank God, we have this, no idea what we're this doing. This wild-haired crazy man came from out of the desert. <laughs> yeah, thank you for saving us. Now we're going to let you run this fucking place. And it yeah. was like Charles Manson's in charge of the whole fucking world now. Which so if you, stupid. yeah, Charles Manson is God. It's like it's very it's very dumb. But like if you listen to Helter Skelter when it's talking about like going from the bottom to the top to the bottom again, yeah. like I kind of could see him saying that that's like, you know, the black man's at the bottom, and then he goes to the top, and then it's like then they're saying that you know Manson's going to be above them. So then he's I think that was kind of what. Yeah. So I could see him if any of that theory really came from Manson. I could see where he could use that album to say things like that. Gotcha. Um. And there was one song, it was like Wild Honey Pie or something like that, where 
it was saying something about, you know, I miss you like crazy, but I'm too lazy. Something. Yeah, like, Honey pie, you're driving me crazy. I'm in love, but I'm lazy. So <laughs> won't you please come home? Yeah. And he and thought that, that was like, <laughs> that was like his way of saying the Beatles were too lazy to go looking for Manson mm-hmm. that he needed to come to them. Yeah. So or, that's what I heard. So, which again, fucking stupid. He's an idiot. I, <laughs> yeah. Like this nah, is, he's this, a genius. This is like the point in the research where I'm just like, you're a fucking moron. Like, why did I say you were? I was like, I said you were smart, Charles. <laughs> I'm yeah. a fucking moron. <laughs> but, but um, <laughs> you know, he has this Beatle obsession, and I mean, we can say you know there is the dispute where he's claiming that he wasn't so obsessed with it. They were calling another property nearby the Yellow Submarine, and he says that was where they were going to watch for racial tension to uprise to know when to go to the desert. So, just like the worst black community in the, in the you know in that little area. So when they start getting mean, we'll just go to the desert. <laughs> it is just like really nice people. Like, hey, how? like they're scared of him because he's so crazy. He's like, please leave us alone. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's I mean, we're about to come up on. Um, where you were going to start. Yeah. Uh, one thing, this happens in March of 69 too. Did you read about how this guy claims he was at, um, that Manson came to Sharon Tate's home? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, so, Terry Melcher, he basically goes to Terry Melcher's house, but Terry Melcher doesn't live there, but I'm going to tell the story. So, Charles Manson's pissed off at Terry Melcher because he's not getting his record deal, not giving him a contract or anything like that. So, Manson goes to Melcher's house on Celio Drive. Doesn't know that Melcher doesn't live there anymore, which I'm kind of thinking, like, Dennis Wilson had to go buy a new house because you fucking wrecked his first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Melcher's like, I don't want anything to do with this fucking crazy bastard. So yeah, I'm going to get, get, get a jump started. And then he just fucking moves. Yeah, exactly. So he shows up in the middle of a party, and Sharon Tate opens the door. Well, I actually think it's uh, the other, the the weird foreign guy. What's his name? I have it. Um, let me see. His name is, like, Shirok Katami. Which, when when Manson arrives, it's just... That doesn't sound right. One of the guys that got killed. Oh, I'm talking about... Well, I don't know. I don't know that guy. Well, I mean, I would. I'd have to look, but... Well, it might remember that guy. But th- this is the guy who says that... Cause I, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm wanting to make sure we're t- telling the same story. Well, I think that's the groundskeeper. No, no, no. This guy... This guy is a photographer, and he... Says he entered the door. Yeah, yeah, so he, but it was just him and Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate was about to go out of the country. Oh, okay. And this, and they were doing like a photo shoot before she left or something. Mm. And, yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> but he says he had met um, Manson a year before at a, a party at Dennis Wilson's. Okay. So he knew who Manson was. And he says that Manson like knocked on the door and like asked for Melcher. And he was yeah. just like, uh. Yeah, and then Sharon Tate comes to the door. And like in the movie, it's really creepy because like, like you know, that guy's like he doesn't fucking live here, dude. And Charles Manson's like, Terry, Terry, <laughs> yeah, don't fucking and lie to me. Then like Sharon Tate comes to the door and he just like stops and stares at her, and they just like have like this weird moment or whatever. Yeah. And that guy just like shuts the door to his face, and I'm just like, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, like if it actually went down like that, I'm just like, ah, it's like a Cause, precursor. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy he says, I don't know if he asked for Terry Melcher the first time, because he came to the door and he says that. He's like, I don't know who that is. Go check the guest house. And so Manson goes and checks the guest house, then yeah. comes, knocks on the back door, and he's asking for Melcher. And they're just like, Melcher doesn't live here anymore. And yeah. he's just like acting weird. And well, yeah, he's like, well, tell me where he lives. And that, the groundskeeper's like, no. <laughs> yeah. And he basically tells him to like leave. And he's like, Melcher doesn't live here, so please don't come back. Like, you're not yeah. wanted here. Yep. 
You're weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so July 1st of 1969, Tex Watson, Tex Watson um, sets up like a drug deal or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. He, basically, he screws over lots of Papa. Bernard, lots of Papa Crow. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it, well in May, Terry Melcher did come back and watch the family like play, but he didn't record anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where they made they is made that, a dinner for him. Is like, that where like he um, videos him or whatever? He's like, I'm, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but he. Because basically, I think this was kind of the nail in the coffin almost to Manson when he thinks with Terry because um, this is when he starts telling Tex, like, you're going to have to start getting us some money. You're going to have to help us get money to start the race war <laughs> is his okay. plan. Start selling your wigs. <laughs> yeah. And so then he sets up this weird drug deal with uh, lots of Papa. Yeah, he he's supposed to be selling like 25 kilos of pot. And I don't know, I guess he's going to get back. 2500 out of the lots of Papa Crow, mm-hmm. uh, but he just like takes the money and runs. So that's yeah. why Bernard King, or what's his name? Bernard Lots of Papa Bernard Crow. Bernard King's a basketball player. <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, he was there. <laughs> same time. Kind of. But anyway, so Crow shows up, Lots of Papa shows up, and he wants his money back. But who? who some woman is there, right? Yeah, so I guess Tex had been staying with this woman off and on. And so this was just the last place that it was either the last place Crow knew where to go to find him, or this is just like he found someone and was like, "Hey, where's Tex?" And they said, "Well, he stays with that girl sometimes." So he shows up at this lady's house, and she calls over to the Spawn Ranch and asks for Charlie. Yeah. Charles Watson, Charles Manson. Yeah. And if you call Spawn Ranch, the family's there, and you ask for Charlie, they're not giving it to Tex. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the least man on his own boat. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, when you're when that, that is the same name as your like God and Savior, <laughs> they're gonna give it to him. <laughs> well, God can handle it. <laughs> so Crow get, Crow gets on there and he's like, "Hey, listen, you need to get me my fucking money, or I'm gonna kill this bitch." <laughs> and Charlie Manson, he's like, "Okay, uh, okay, let me get there or whatever." Yeah. And, but at this at this time, he's like hanging out with a bunch of bikers, is <laughs> that right? Satan slaves. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes around. I think he. He asked them, he's like, hey, will you, some of you guys want to come with me? Because this guy seems pretty angry. And they're like, no. Yeah. No. So he takes this kid with him. From the- we don't fuck around with lots of papa. Yeah. So he takes this kid with him and they bring a gun. <laughs> so he shows up and meets lots of papa crow. And it basically just goes south from there. He's like, you know, look, you need to get my fucking money today. I'll give you four hours or two hours, whatever they say. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to give you four hours. I said, wait, you know what? Fuck you. You're going to get two hours. And he's just like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> and he, in Manson's words, he's like, I'm going to trade my life for the girl's, for the girl's life. life. Yeah. Which is like, I don't believe that one. No, I don't either. Uh, like, nah. <laughs> he's not one to sacrifice himself. <laughs> but anyway, they get into a scuffle. Because Charles Manson points the gun, the gun at him, and pulls the trigger. Click. It's like a, it's the twenty-two yeah. revolver that they used in the tape murders. Um, I imagine like he goes click. And she's like, "You son of a bitch!" And he's you like, "You didn't even giving, bring a loaded gun." I feel like he's like giving Charles Manson a noogie. <laughs> like, he's just like, "Come here!" It's like, I think this is like a mean drug dealer. So he's like, got him by the throat yeah. up against a wall. I'll and probably. Charles Manson still has the gun, and he has it in lots of Papa's stomach, and he just like keeps on pulling the trigger. And there's click, like, click, click. yeah, it finally goes off and it shoots lots of pop in the stomach <laughs> and he, you know, they get the fuck out of there. 
he thinks he's dead. Yeah. Charles Manson thinks that he killed lots of Papa Crow. So like later on in, later on that night they're watching TV at back at the, back out at the <laughs> ranch, and it comes on the news that like a Black Panther, like a high ranking official in the Black Panthers, had been uh-huh. shot and killed and like left in the basically hospital yeah. parking lot. Yeah, like they shot him and left him in the hospital parking lot, and he died in the parking lot or whatever. And so he was basically just like that guy had to be in the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I killed a black person today. <laughs> yeah. He had to be in the Panthers. Um, which again. Stupid. There's um, a even then, there was a bunch of people in Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> well, it just had to be him. It's just like, but that I mean, honestly, that kind of would maybe show you how high he thought of himself. Yeah, like the world revolved around him, and like I of, am God, and of course something he did was going to be on the news. Yeah. you know, you self-centered bastard. Yeah, but Crow actually lived. Yeah, like he. <laughs> yeah, he went to. I guess a doctor. Yeah, like a back alley doctor or something, Probably. maybe. <laughs> It'd have to be. How'd you get this gunshot wound, Mr. Lots of Papa? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, bitch. Don't worry about it. I like. I love the name Lots of Papa, to be honest. Because like, I'm Lots of Papa to a bunch of babies. <laughs> lots of Papa brain. <laughs> That's your Instagram name. It's my Instagram. <laughs> Please don't. Nah, I like D Brain Ten. <laughs> so, Hatrick Mike, that's a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hatrick Crab. That doesn't sound like that doesn't sound as good as Hatrick Mike. Anyways, so we're gonna get down into it's starting to get a little bit darker now. Um, this biker gang that Manson and the family are kind of running around with, they're basically pussies because they wouldn't go with him well like we're not <laughs> gonna call satan slave pussies because they i believe they still exist we will and, see you a different and they, i think definition of character I, I, I actually think the hell's angels absorb them like like i'm not even like i know it sounds funny because the hell's angels when you, they would have these small uh thanks gatherings to the, thanks to the hunter s thompson book about the hell's angels basically if you were a small club in a city and you had enough recognition, but you weren't really, like, messing with them, they would just kind of show up, and it's just kind of like, yeah, you're either with us or you're not. And, I mean, you're going to be with them. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to see the outcome when you're not. (laughs) But they also have, like... You're the next guy getting dropped off at the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think they have auxiliary gangs, too, that are, like... They're not not a team, but yeah. it's just like you're. They're cool with them, and you come to the Hell's Angels stuff. But you know, Hell's Angels are the ones on top. Yeah, and I think like, Satan Slaves is either you're, you're, in that area. We know you're there, but you're not worth bringing into our group. Uh, yes, yes, because uh, they don't like the Mongols. It's like Hell's Angels and the Wild Hogs. <laughs> 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 wild Hogs. Baby. I I wouldn't compare the Satan slaves to Wild Hogs, but no, like, I like that I was, you made it there, Michael. <laughs> no, I was putting like Hell's Angels top notch and Wild Hogs are a little auxiliary, you know, like <laughs> we don't need you. <laughs> okay, so Gary Hinman, he's like a was he a mescal, mescaline dealer? Yeah, he um he's a music teacher. Yeah, but it's weird I, like I think he had more to do with hippie culture than um than I, than I could look up into to find, but because he like he made acid, like he would actually make acid, like he wasn't just a dealer, like he could actually make it. Yeah, so mm. basically, he the family they're supposed to be like the middleman for the biker gang in this drug deal. Yeah, um, a man named Bobby Boussole, aka Cherub, <laughs> Bobby Boussole, yeah, aka Cupid. Yeah, um, Gary Hinman like gives him like a batch of like really bad drugs 
and a bunch of the bikers and people in the family like they got really really sick from it <laughs> and um so bobby boosley he gets on there and he's like he's talking to hinman he's like hey like you sold us some bad drugs like we need our money back and he's like okay well let me get the drugs back and i can try to fix them and he's like well they flushed him down the toilet and he's like <laughs> I'm not giving you any more. F- I'm not giving you your money back then. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving. Which you- like that's how it works. Like you know, I, mean, I don't fucking know, but I'm guessing that's how it works. I buy something from Walmart and it don't work. I'm. I need to take it back. <laughs> you have a receipt, like yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I, don't, I, don't, I could understand like if this guy was just the dealer, like if he. Yeah, you, know, you could be like, you got to make this right, do something for us. But if you know he makes it, and you know he could probably do something to it to make it better, like to actually fix the drug itself. Shouldn't have, you know, yeah. just flushed them. But then again, maybe they didn't know. Like, what the fuck? That always happens. I don't know why. We're sorry for the inconvenience. Sorry about that. But yeah, so he's not going to give them their money back. They basically had all these, they got all these bad drugs. and it, I don't blame him for not giving the money back. No, I don't, be like, honest. I don't, I don't either. Like, you know, you're not going to, Make your money. Yeah, I got. I got to make my paper. Um, Maybe it was something y'all ate. Maybe it wasn't my drugs. Yeah, <laughs> for, <laughs> for the mass casualty of everybody's like deathly ill. <laughs> but they are living off dumpster vegetables. So yeah, it's true. Um, so basically, like you know, Charlie gets around them together. At what he calls Hinman, right? Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, "Hey, we need to make this right. We need to get this thing fixed. I need that money back or whatever." And Hinman's like, no, there ain't no fucking way. Um, <laughs> so he gets off the phone with him. He's pretty pissed off. And he looks at Sadie and he's like, fuck, go kill him for me, Sadie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Manson says like it wasn't a direct quote, like as to, or a direct command, like, hey, go kill him. It but was think, just like a, fuck, somebody needs to kill that guy. <laughs> well, I think it's like, go kill him for me. And like, you don't have to, but I wouldn't mind if you do. Like, that's kind of yeah. like how I've heard it. Um, so is it? It's Bobby Boussier, Susan Atkins, Mary Bruner, mm-hmm. Bruce Davis, and Manson. They all go. They all go over to Hinman's place. Yeah. And uh, what? <laughs> talk about the sword. What? So, okay, so <laughs> I don't remember who gave Charles Manson the sword. One of the bikers. Okay, yeah. Um, so Gary Hinman, like I said, I, he has something to do with hippie culture a bit deeper. But I guess he was a Buddhist, or he believed a lot of Buddhist beliefs samurai mind tricks <laughs> yeah and so charles manson for just associated that with you know his samurai sword and he was just like i know new gary Hinman was like a freak on some buddhist trip so i wanted to come over there and scare him with a display of oriental swordsmanship <laughs> that's not the exact quote but oriental swordsmanship and buddhist trip were in there <laughs> and so he was one to scare him with the sword apparently in the process of this shakedown he cuts his ear off with the sword <laughs> nice trick huh <laughs> Which would you be want me terrifying. Do it again, you might lose the other ear. Yeah, and didn't one of them like sew his <laughs> ear back on with like dental floss? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Which like it makes me think of Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> 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 Stuck in the middle yeah. with you, <laughs> like just like that's yeah, why. yeah. Charles <laughs> Manson with that, got that sword. That is my favorite part of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> like whenever he turns the radio up. And yeah. Stuck in. Oh, I'm gonna go. I need to watch that movie. Do you have that movie? Yeah. It was on Netflix, but I can't find it anymore. Yeah, I got it somewhere. I'm watching that movie. All right. I hadn't seen it in a long time. I'd like to watch it again, too. Will you watch it, then I'm going to borrow it. Okay. I'm not sure if I've ever seen it. Oh, Pulp Fiction, fucking anything with, yeah. anything with Quentin Tarantino, I fucking love it. 
<laughs> Anywho, back to the ninja. I forgot how much I love that movie. Tarantino's, we were reading it the other day, supposed to be making a Manson movie. Yeah. And Margot Robbie's supposed to be playing in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Uh, who, who else is it? Um, the, the famous guy. There's a lot of them. It's going to be in it? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, uh, Brad Pitt. That's his name. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt. Yeah, that and, one guy. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Yeah, Leo. supposed to be playing in it. Neither one of those are going to be Manson. They're supposed to be like two. I could see Leonardo yeah, playing Manson. The plot is like the two people that live next to Sharon Tate. Oh, okay. Like oh, that's well. Who, that's who they're playing. <laughs> okay. And then I think Margot Robbie is going to be playing Sharon Tate. Who's going to be Manson? I don't know. Like in Manson? <laughs> no. <laughs> Live sure from can't. your grave. <laughs> it's Charles Manson. I am like, God. The one that played, the guy that played him in Helter Skelter, like, I feel like he did a damn good job. Really? Yeah, like it was actually really good. Hmm. And I'm going to be thinking all night of like, who would play the best Manson? <laughs> yeah, it'll probably, it'll, honestly, it'll probably be somebody that we haven't heard of. Yeah, somebody just be off the streets. Yeah, because like, yeah. I mean, they'll put out a call for like, <laughs> Skinny, wiry, long-haired man. <laughs> Crazy <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Which, I mean, nowadays, these guys are, like, starving themselves and, like, making themselves get into, like, the character. Like, Christian Bale, that one movie yeah. he played in, like, that's insane. The Machinist. Where he, yeah. Lost, yeah. where he was a fucking twig. Yeah, like, I'm like, how do you do that? I, I was, re- reading, I was that. reading about that one day. He said that was a big mistake, and he does not advise it. Well, didn't he, He's like, like you lit- can't you can't get your body back where it was. He said he, like, ate an apple. It's, like, all he had yeah. was, like, one apple a day. And, like, that's all he ate. After I read that, I was like... Not a bad idea. But he, <laughs> I like apples. He did that, and then like six months later, he did Batman Begins. Yeah. So like he, he'll but go he said, and do. He said that like it was not the same though afterwards. Like your body's not the same. Which I believe it. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to be Batman afterward? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being beautiful ain't easy. <laughs> Didn't he commit suicide? Or was that uh? <laughs> It's the guy you're thinking about, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Christian oh, Bale's not... Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah, that and it was not. an accidental suicide. Well, so I'm like going, an overdose? I'm going with. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. I.P. In peace, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Rip. Uh, so, what, what movie did I watch with him in it earlier? A Knight's Tale. Yes, actually. I did watch that two, yesterday, the day before. <laughs> That's mind. what it was. Yeah. He was like the main guy in the movie. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Dustin's like, I don't fucking care. Oriental swordsmanship. So after he cuts his fucking ear off, <laughs> Bobby Boussley shoots Gary Hinman dead. And then uh, Susan Atkins writes political piggy on the wall in Hinman's blood. Yeah. And she makes a panther paw yeah. for the sign of the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't wrote down that they tortured him for like a couple of days. Well, yeah. Like, I, that's, what I, that's what I thought too, but I don't have it in my notes. Well... Because there's one quote where, like, they say this drug deal happened. There's another one where they said, like, he inherited some money, too. Mm-hmm. And so they were talking about maybe they were trying to were trying get to them to tell him where the money was. And he was like, I don't have any fucking money. Yeah. Um, but in this, like, process before Hinman dies, Charles Manson leaves. So I think that there is, like, some time of torture. Yeah. Um, that's where, like, it kind of leads up because they come back in Hinman's, like, bus or van or something like that yeah. and Manson's <laughs> like where's Hinman and he's like oh well he was screaming we didn't want the cops to come so we uh, killed him yeah <laughs> I mean you told us to kill him <laughs> yeah because that's uh, where Manson get, gets it in his head where he can just tell people what to do <laughs> well cause Bobby he gets picked up not long afterwards it was on August 6 1969 he was caught driving in Hinman's car see that's what I thought too mm-hmm. but I read that he was caught sleeping in Hinman's car and I was like 
I read that he was caught driving. Yeah. And I also, like, it was in the movie that he was caught driving. Now, I don't base anything of my research off of a movie. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of it is They always fiction. just make it look they, better. They make it up as they go. But... That's what, okay. So that's why I thought. Okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, I have it. I I read that he got caught driving in it. <laughs> yeah, because like the cop, I will. This is like part of the movie. The cops like, you know, you're driving a dead man's car. He's like, get out of the fucking car. <laughs> I'm like, that's sweet. But yeah, so he gets picked up. Um, now, so like this drug deal happens and all that stuff. That that's what Manson says, and that's what I think happened. Um, Bobby later on says that the whole thing was. Because of the race war scenario, he says that they were sent in to kill him and do the political piggy thing to make it look like it was committed by the Panthers. Yeah. Um, but if you think about it, um, he, Manson shot Crow before this. And he, like, believed that he had killed a member of the Panthers because of that. Yeah, so he's thinking that the Black Panthers are going to be coming down on the Manson family. Yeah, yeah, so he has, like, a paranoia of the race war. Like, it just it's, it just goes up from there. It yes. just keeps building. So, that like, to me, like, there's some credence that could go to it, and it could be, like... Because they're make, trying to make it look like the Panthers did it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obvious. Or, like, that's what those signs are for. But, you know, as far as what... Is that a... Is that just something like a bonus to them because they killed this guy over drugs? I kind of think that's the case. Yeah. Myself. Might as well make it seem like the Panthers did it. Yeah. Because he is like he is obsessed with the whole race war thing. Like that's that is true. Well, yeah, because the outcome leads to him like the leader of the fucking world. So. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get to be president. At least in his theory. Yeah. <laughs> in his outcome. Yeah, in he gets his to be the leader of America. In his reality. Next on the list was Japan. <laughs> Got to get rid of the Asians. I think is, I think in his mind it was There's the blacks nothing. were going to take over everything. Yeah, I think that was his. Yeah, what he thought was going to happen. So he needed to take over everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it, guys, he was doing it for us. <laughs> no, we <laughs> not at be all. Here. We would be dead. <laughs> not at all, son. No, we're white. We get to live. The black people would kill you all don't the white understand people. No, I'm saying if Manson won. Oh, no, no, no. He wanted them. No, goddammit. <laughs> the black people would kill every white person except for like these select few of 30. <laughs> that are living in an underground city in the desert. <laughs> Unless any of us were related to any of those 30, we're not going to be here. Damn. <laughs> now, if this was a Larry Hall case, <laughs> Michael, he'd be sitting pretty. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, um, we're going to come back next week. Yeah. This is going to be our first three-parter. Mwahaha. Yeah. Um, the name of this, the name of this episode is Charles Manson, episode two, one little, two little, three little idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be coming back next week with Charles Manson, part three. They all fall down. They all fall down. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about the, mur- the Tate murders, the Bianca murders, and... The stunt driver guy, and then yeah. Manson in jail, and the outcome, and all that stuff. We're gonna keep it in like a tight hour thirty, but yeah. we might actually it might actually be a little bit longer than that. I mean, this one we're just right together. past the hour right now. Yeah, I know it. Um, Dustin's only forty five minutes late to his meeting. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm in trouble. But he should be he should be there about right now. Actually, so what time is it? Nine thirty. Nine twenty. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh past way. Yeah, I should have left. 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And it's about a 30 minute drive home. It's going to be quite a few days before I get my balls out of (laughs) 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 home.
<laughs> Way to go, Manson. <laughs> Another quote from Charles Manson. This is what she gets for putting you on standby earlier. Yep. <laughs> got, I don't fuck around. Got put on airplane mode. <laughs> I put her on airplane mode. If, if there's one thing. <laughs> Starting to think that's what she did to you. <laughs> Stop. You're on airplane mode, right? Don't call me. It might make a sound. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if it'll ring. Because <laughs> if it'll uh, ring, that's what she did to you. One, like, the, I just want to give you all, like, uh, this is going to be a shitty recording because I can't. I, I looked for the MP3 versions of, like, Manson talking. I didn't have, I ran out of time. I was like, fuck it. I'm just I don't gonna... know where to find these. Like, I've been, I've tried a few times too, but I don't know where a reputable place is to get this stuff. Like, whatever I put, whenever we put in the, uh, the 911 call of like the John Benet Ramsey, like uh, that was on like the case profile. Was that on Web Sleuths? No, it was like on the case profile of John Benet Ramsey. Oh, really? And like it, it was like under this, under that, under this. Like it, it was like, like there was a lot of digging to find that one. Yeah. Um, there was probably like an easier way to find it. I'm, I make everything fucking harder. But uh, this is this is one of the funniest. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, this is what I showed you earlier, and this cracks me. This is from the. Interview with, uh, what's his name? Tom Schneider. Oh. Well, you're just going to have to deal with it. Fuck it. I can't. Can't do it. <laughs> Drew, take so, that out. Just can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, Drew's gonna have to take that one out. I tried, but Tony was calling me. Tony was calling you. Yeah, that was well. No, like during your recording. Oh, when he was yeah, calling you. Oh, okay. Like, fuck. I was about to be like, why the fuck is he calling you now? <laughs> I was like, damn it, Tony. <laughs> no, I'll put. I'll, I'm gonna do some more digging in the meantime. Hopefully by next week I can find like the MP3 versions of like this stuff that I wanted to put in there. Yeah. Just like. Not to like be funny, but just like to put Charles Benson's <laughs> words into it, yeah, and just to show like he's a crazy motherfucker. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, like we're a lot of the stuff we're saying. I mean, we don't have the quotes wrote down, but they are a lot of like actual quoted things he says. They're just insane. I mean, Oriental swordsmanship, like that, that came out of his mouth. Yeah, like, and he was that's just like, not insane. That's just being. Specific. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, He's but, not using slang. The, right, I, I do have one. And it, this is um interview. This is like the fucking CNN exclusive like 40 <laughs> years after. Uh-huh. Um, when he's asking Charles Manson if he believes in God. Yeah. <laughs> And he just gives a smile. That laugh he does, like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like, did you see his face? Yeah, because he's like, "Well, God, I guess you're my best friend." <laughs> just like, how I invented you, and then he's like, "Cause I'd heard the audio of that, and I hadn't actually seen his face until you sent that to me earlier, and I was just like, "Good God, it makes it even creepier." Like watching his, like facial expressions, and like the way, cause like the "I am nobody" video, yeah. His head is like shaved <laughs> until like back here, yeah. You know, where your calyx starts, he's got the you know he's got the goatee, yeah. And like he just he looks so fucking scary, and he's like nobody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I've said it before, like I don't think the three of any of us three could get convinced to join a cult oh, because no, 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 we're all too cynical. <laughs> like to be honest, like I think, like sarcastic, you know, yeah. If that man, 
<laughs> tried to ask me for anything. I'd just walk away <laughs> I laughing. I like. I would try to have fun with it until like Sadie came out the back with a pitchfork. Like, yeah, I would until. Oh, he you're was, being serious. <laughs> I w- yeah, I would until like either that happened or until he was like offering to have sex with me. Because then I'd be like, or no, kissing I'm my good. feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Because, I mean, we didn't tell that one story where he claims that he was supposed to be an advisor on a movie about Jesus. And he's, like, he named a certain like a certain Hollywood actor at the time who basically comes up to him and is like asking him questions. And he like gets Charles Manson to have sex with him, according to Manson. <laughs> like the way it goes, he's like, I-, I hear that you have ways to get certain things. And <laughs> Charles Manson goes, let me guess, you want it in the mouth or the ass? <laughs> so like they go into this trailer or whatever yeah. and... I guess they have sex there, but like later on, that this man like invites Manson back to his house, and his wife's sitting there. Basically, he has Charles Manson fuck his wife while like she licks on her toe, while while he licks on her toes. Yeah. Well, that's fucking weird. It's <laughs> and then he gave him like five hundred dollars. Yeah. Said I'd see you every week or something. I'll see you every Friday. <laughs> yeah. When you watch like I, I've watched these interviews. <laughs> And like the the Snyder interview, it's like a cringe worthy interview. Like the entire time I'm sitting there, the Snyder guy he's sitting back there, laid back, smoking a cigarette. Charles Manson is like in the corner, right over like this corner right over here. Yeah, he's like five feet away, right? And the interview's like he's not taking no shit from him. He's like putting up a fight, and Charles Manson is just like fucking rambling on. Anytime that he asks him a question, he like takes it a thousand different ways. And he's, he's fucking, like, it's just crazy to listen to him. So, like, all these stories are so fucking fabricated. Yeah. It's really entertaining to watch, but it's just like, you're a fucking lunatic, dude. Yeah. I would try to have fun with it if it was me, and I was in an open environment where, like, I knew I could have my piece Get away. On me. You know, well, no, I mean, like, if I had my gun on me, I'd, I'd try to have fun with it. Because as soon as he, like, starts doing all this, like, fucking, <laughs> and then comes, like, towards me, like, he's a fucking tornado, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to blast his fucking ass. Like He's just a tornado of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the interviews and I'm just like I'm scared for that motherfucker because yeah. like they don't show the background of like prison guards yeah because the cameras are obviously just faced at Charles Benson so like you you, you kind of forget you you get into this picture of like it's just that guy and Manson yeah and Charles Manson is just like sitting on a stool and he's not handcuffed and nothing like that so you get into this like you're fucking scared for the guy you know what I mean <laughs> I don't know it, it's a trip you dig? Do you, do you ever think that Manson did some shit to like get out of order, and the guards had to just like beat the shit out of him with their batons? To be completely honest with you, I think they beat the shit out of him for no apparent reason at all. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, like, like, I'm being, I, I'm being yeah. for real. Like I think that he actually got his ass beat a lot. I think he did at least guards. before. Like, I'm surprised he didn't get but, murdered. But he's got like so much like, or he had. I mean, he's dead now, of course, but. I th- he got to like where like he was very I think he was I think he was probably very very feared in prison. Yeah. If he wasn't in isolation cuz I mean the story gets played up by all these surprised he didn't create his own family in prison. <laughs> well, I, I, this is where like the story kind of gets blown up is what I'm thinking. Vincent or Bugliosi, I don't remember, I think his first name Vincent is Vincent Bugliosi. He says, like, I one one time Manson looked at me and my watch stopped. Yeah. Like, that's the image that gets out to the masses of people, and they're thinking Charles Manson. Because that's how I was. Like, I, I thought, damn, like, he can fucking literally 
<laughs> he can control stop your time. fucking mind. <laughs> whenever you know, whenever I was a kid, learning yeah. about it. But the story gets played up to like he can play these mind tricks on you, and he can like basically take over your body. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. So I think he, that's where I think he like kind of had like the fear, and nobody was really gonna fuck with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like kill him. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. I, I do think that he got his ass beat by the guards just for like, I fucking love Sharon Tate, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. When like, what actually happened is he was just like, hey, go do this. Hey, go do this. And these people are so fucking drugged up on acid and yeah. they believe that he's fucking Jesus because he's yeah. talked himself up this He's week. got the beard. So they went and did it. <laughs> they went and did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just... In my head, I, I don't know. I would just like to see a video of Charles Manson like, hey guys, just... Let's think about this for a minute. And the guard's just like, fuck, fuck. He's like beating the shit out of him. He's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. Because <laughs> like, he, he does have, you know, the way he talks is just like that hippie jargon. Yeah. Like weird. But he talks fast because he's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Like my, the first video, the first time I ever heard about Charles Manson, the first time I ever heard about anything, I was in tech. Well, actually, no, I wasn't in tech. I wasn't even in, I wasn't, I wasn't that old yet. I think Zach... Meow showed it to me one yeah. time, and it was the I Am Nobody video. And I, you know, I'd, I had heard, like, stuff about Charles Manson, but, like, this was the first time I ever seen him. And, like, my favorite part of that whole video where he's like, I'm a boxcar and a jug of wine. <laughs> like, the, just, like, the voice, I'm just like, I wish I had that voice, like, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's crazy. This, researching him has probably been one of the more fun episodes for, like, research-wise. To be completely honest with you, yeah, like, it's actually really, really fun. Yeah, like what he did was terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. <laughs> but researching it is just because he he had a lot of personality. Yeah, and like another thing about it too, like it's a lot easier to research because like a lot of, a lot more stuff is documented because yeah. like everybody has had an interview with Charles Manson, so like the information feed. I mean, the book, you know, it, Manson in His Own Words, written by um, fucking what's his name? I can't remember his name. Emmons, right Newell Emmons. Yeah, Newell, Newell Emmons. Emmons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I have that book I'm reading that book I mean it's it's there's a lot of information out there you know basically what I'm yeah um, but the I am nobody it's like the interview guy is like tell me in a sentence who you are and Charles Manson does his like <laughs> nobody yeah it's like I'm a tramp a bum a hobo I'm a boxcar and a jug of wine I'm a straight razor if you get too close to me yeah. and I'm just like that's so fucking cool <laughs> I mean, it's not cool, but... Um, it's kind of cool. <laughs> Bundy. You see I have that wrote down there right there? Yeah. Um, this was around the same time that Bundy was executed. They're asking Charles Manson about this because, you know, that's like when they interviewed Ja Rule about the fucking World Trade Center. It's like, <laughs> please, for the love of God, tell us what Ja Rule fucking <laughs> thinks of this shit. I want to know. <laughs> it's like, please let us know, Charles Manson. What do you think of Bundy? And Because, um, like, the, the Bundy video, the documentary on YouTube where he talks about... Um, like pornography and stuff like that and how it led him to do this and that. He's like, well, what do you think about Bundy and what he said about pornography? And he's like, I've been looking at stuff my whole life. It ain't affected me none. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, that sentence right there like seals the fucking deal. Yeah, which, anyway, I mean, we're doing Bundy for a... That's why, that's why yeah. I wanted to throw it in there. It's, and which, his, he's crazy too, but yeah, but yeah the, uh, I don't know, <laughs> one of my favorite, like the lines that Manson had in prison was... 
the non-crazy line he's just like i believe there's a lot of people out there who are much crazier than most people would like to believe i am (laughs) (laughs) but that's it for this week we'll be we're going on vacation vacay yeah we're going branson yeah don't tell them where we're gonna be at (laughs) well this won't come out until we're technically we're not gonna be in branson true that yeah so when this comes out i'll be at my home and if you come to my home you will get (laughs) Filled with buckshot, I'm just going to say. <laughs> How many people we got? We got 11 adults and five fucking children. Yep. Yeah. Fucking train load full. Yep. Sweet. Well, we're leaving tomorrow. Two toddlers, two newborn, or three toddlers and two newborns. Yeah. Zep, August, and Noah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Noah's like making his way past toddler. But I'd yeah. still young put him adult. in. I'd st- <laughs> yeah. How old are you now, you young adult? Three. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'd still put him in. I agree with Michael. I'd still put him in the toddler range. Yeah. He'll always be a child. <laughs> He's just going to get frozen. Speaking of people being frozen in. Uh, well, I don't. I'll tell you off air because you'll be excited when I tell you. But Who are you looking at? Me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, anyways, um, we'll be back next week with part three. Hopefully the final piece. Yeah, it'll have to be the final piece. Will it? Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be, but I think we can make it the final piece. All right, cool. Well, check us out on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're on Instagram. I forgot. Hat Trick Mike. (laughs) Yeah, check out Hat Trick Mike on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the Hat Trick Podcast. Two T's. That's one that I run. Michael runs. My own. His own. (laughs) I'm on D-Brain 10. I deleted my entire Instagram, and I just run. Well, like... I logged out of it. I don't don't, don't remember how to get in. <laughs> well, I don't ever plan to log back in. Oh, okay. Because uh, I don't post pictures of myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like two or three pictures on my, like, yeah. I don't have, I was, I'm yeah, thinking like about doing it, like, starting to use it some, because yeah. I actually really like Instagram, but. Hat trick brain. Hmm. Hat trick D brain. Yeah, right now I'm D brain 10. <laughs> We'll, we'll work on Follow it. Follow me before I change my name. I'd like to put hat, yeah, I'd like to put hat trick in it somewhere, but we'll figure that out. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna keep on running the hat trick podcast. Did you guys know that Manson had a pen pal? Well, he was gonna get married to like a 25 year old named Star. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, this was a guy. Well, I'll tell so. this next week. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He was gonna marry that guy too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're I'll on Twitter you. at Hat Trick Pod. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. Let me get a soul clap. Let me get a soul clap. What's in my pants?